If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks, you can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing. Now, most platforms, you know, before you can even try it out, you need to sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in the podcast community. Hey folks, we're doing another episode from my trusty, handy-dandy haunted history, real-life ghost stories, and supernatural events. So... We are going to be talking about objects. Have you ever wondered? You buy something from the thrift store. You wonder if it's haunted or not. Chances are it is. But you don't know about it. So haunted objects have been reported to move on their own and appear in rooms other than where they were left. Sometimes spirits and paranormal activities attach to items instead of locations. In a way, a haunted object is even more terrifying than a haunted place. Um, I can agree with that. As it can move around, change owners, and end up in your possession without you even having the faintest idea what it is and what's coming at you. So we're going to talk about uh, an object. Let me see how many objects first. Um, Because I think it's just one object. Oh, no, it's several. Um, Let's start with with the other ones. We're going to talk about two dolls. We're going to talk about Robert the doll. Now, dolls are the most basic of children toys um, but some history goes back to ancient Egypt or even earlier now these replicas of human form have been used in religious and magical ceremonies for thousands of years many people believe that they can have deep 
powers, including the ability to trap one's person's soul. I don't like dolls. I hate dolls. I despise dolls. Dolls are hollowed uh, vessels for spirits and demons to possess. So I don't like dolls. And in my house, I don't have any dolls. My mother has a collection of porcelain dolls. Those shits are creepy because it looks like they're following you. When you walk by, it looks like their eyes are moving. It's way too creepy. Too creepy, creepy, creepy for me. Now, there are countless stories of cursed and haunted dolls around the world. And here are two. Robert the Doll. Now, in the early 1900s, when Robert Eugene Odo was just a little boy, he received a doll as a gift. And before you start, back in the day, little boys received toys and dolls were considered toy. So don't start tripping chocolate chips. Now, this handmade 40-inch stuffed boy took the name of Robert. And the real little boy went by the name of Gene. Gene loved Robert so much. It's like this little boy loved this doll to death. Literally. And he would take and talk to him everywhere as if he was a real person. You know, like a real friend, like a real companion, per se. Robert was given his his own room in the attic. See, that's where I would draw the line. I wouldn't give a doll a room in the attic. No way. Uh Uh-uh. And if you've seen Robert the doll, no disrespect, dude, because they have a picture of him in in the magazine. I'm like automatically, no matter what, they say that he can, you know, through pictures and everything, that he can do his juju. So no disrespect, Robert. All right. We keep it cool. Because I don't I don't need to get cursed and stuff like that from this doll. Um, Robert was said to be seen from the street moving from window to window in the attic. He was heard giggling and shuffling around in the attic. And there were even reports that his expression changed when he listened to conversations. Jean, who was from a prominent family in the Floric Keys, grew up to be an artist known for his eccentricities. He kept Robert his whole life. And when Jean died in his house, and his house was sold, Robert came with it. The artist's house, as it was known, became a hotel, and guests would hear the pitter-patter of dolls' feet and eerie sound of laughter coming from the attic. Now, after 20-some years, Robert was donated to the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, where he currently sits. But you have to be very respectful of Robert the Doll because they've done episodes of Robert the Doll and shit has gone wrong and and stuff like that. Um, the museum did not display Robert at first, but people kept showing up to see it. The staff eventually put it out on public to see and that's when the letters started coming in people wrote that robert wrote to robert apologizing for mocking the doll and taking a picture of it without 
asking for permission. See what I mean? You don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, no. Like, when I go and chill at the cemetery, I and I have to cross, I try to calculate, you know, six feet, you know, from where the plaque is, kind of judge it. If not, I go, pardon me, excuse me, don't mean to step on you, don't mean to disrespect, pardon me, excuse me. That's how I am. It don't matter. Many who have done this and experienced misfortune, accidents, injuries, and more. Cameras and equipment around Robert malfunction routinely, and those who have taken his picture without asking often go home to find that they have no pictures at all. So in other words, don't fuck with Robert. Now let's go to the next doll. And I'm only going to do two, two, these two, because these two are the more um, talked about. The Dibby Box, uh, I don't really like the Dibby Box. And if you guys want me to do the Dibby Box, I'll do the Dibby Box in its own episode. Annabelle. No, not that creepy looking doll from the movies. That's just totally wrong. Annabelle was a Raggedy Ann doll. You know, the doll with the striped legs and the short dress and yeah, Raggedy Ann. Now, Annabelle's no regular Raggedy Ann. So, in 1970, a young nurse named Donna received a Raggedy Ann doll. Never give somebody a doll. I don't care how much you think it's cool. Don't give little kids dolls. Because they'll start moving and talking. And I have a prime example. My sister, who we will call her... Laquisha, and I'm not making fun of anybody. We just call her Laquisha. It's my joke with her. All right, we won't call her Laquisha because then I'm going to get hate. We'll call her Samantha. Received a Barney dinosaur for her birthday one year. And that damn purple dinosaur had no batteries and it would turn on and sing, I love you, you love me. In the happy song it would sing. So, um, no batteries and that shit would turn on. My sister had a lot of experiences with stuffed dolls um, and dolls in general. So, I might get her on an episode to talk about her doll encounter. We'll see. I may have to bribe her with something. Because she really doesn't talk and stuff like that. So, getting back. She received a Raggedy Ann doll from her mother as a birthday gift. No, no, no. She would put the doll on the bed as decoration, but soon noticed that when she'd come home, the doll was not where she left it. It would be on its side, or its arms would be crossed. Then it would be in another room entirely. Donna and her roommate then started finding notes with messages like, Help me! around the apartment. The girls called a psychic medium to try to figure out what was going on, and the seance, a spirit named Annabelle Higgins, came forth. The spirit is said to live on the property before the, there were apartments and had died there when she was seven. Pitying the young ghost, Donna gave the spirit permission to live there again, and that's when things took a dark turn. See, people, do not be idiots. Do not be 
idiots. Do not give a doll permission. Do not give a spirit permission to live in a doll. If you do that, you're asking for fucking trouble. You are an idiot if you do that. And I don't mean any disrespect, but it's common sense that if you do that, you become an idiot. And idiots, well, think bad things happen to idiots. Let's just leave it at that. A friend dreamed that the doll was choking him. When he went to the girl's apartment the next day, he and the roommate heard rustling in Donna's room. When they went in, no one was there. As they approached the doll, as he approached the doll, he was attacked, raked across the chest by invisible claws. That was enough to convince Donna that the doll was not what it pretended to be. They contacted a priest who brought Ed and Lorraine Warren, paranormal investigators who had also inspected the famous Amityville house in Long Island, New York. They were sure right from the start that the doll was being manipulated by demonic force and, along with the priest, tried to exercise it. The Warrens then brought the doll home to Donna's behest. Now, in other words, Donna asked them to take the doll away. This is what you get when you fuck with spirits and seances and shit like that. Now, um, on the drive home, the Warrens, um, their vehicle uh, brakes and steering went out. They were threatening to sit to send them creaming, creaming off the sharp curves and crash headlong into an oncoming traffic until the until Ed dosed the doll with holy water everything went back to normal the world the Warrens built a special case for Annabelle in their museum from then on Annabelle stayed put but her horrible work was not yet done it is said that visitors who mocked the doll would get into accidents, including one young couple whose motorcycle crashed after leaving the museum, killing the man, but sparing the woman. This is why you do not, and I repeat, do not fuck with dolls. Yes, in this episode, I say fuck a lot, but come on, people. Dolls are creepy. Dolls are... I don't care if it's a Barbie. I don't care if it's a Monster Hot Monster High doll. It is an empty vessel. Empty vessels welcome evil things. You may think it's a good little spirit. It's an evil little spirit that wants to take possession of that doll. You remember Chucky? Look what happened to Chucky. Trust trust and believe that evil dolls exist trust things will jump into spirit into dolls and use them all right that's the episode for today i hope you all have a wonderful day don't forget to like subscribe and uh, um, share i'd like to thank my new investor for the podcast i've um this investor has believes that I can make it big with this podcast and the numbers are improving and the numbers are showing that 
people out there really like what I'm doing, so I'm going to keep doing it. I do have merch coming along, so we're going to have some tote bags, some baseball caps, um, some mugs and some stickers um, to start off with. And then we're going to get some shirts and some sweatshirts and stuff like that later on. Um, But please share, 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 share. Donations, if you want to donate, by all means, feel free to donate. I already had a couple donations, which allowed me to switch platforms. Um, I will be going live pretty soon, so I will let you all know when I will be live. Um, so you guys can communicate with me via live. And with that being said, don't forget to stay safe, stay warm, stay cool, and collect. Ghosty out.